you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast, get in touch via manblues at gmx.com or at manbluesuk on Twitter. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs, and I have Man Blues. In this episode, we're talking about Seasonal Affected Disorder. I have to admit, I do like the acronym Seasonal Affected Disorder because of my son and his sort of penchant for memes and that sort of general teenager speak where they refer to having the big sad. Now they call it the big sad, but what they mean by that is depression. So for them, the big sad isn't anything other than just being sad and depressed and so on. But I quite like the the use of the phrase big sad, because big in my eyes means capital letters. So the fact that the acronym is indeed capitalized means for me big sad is something different. But I wasn't sure whether I had seasonal affective disorder In much the same way, um, for regular listeners to the other podcast episodes, I'm not sure whether I've got any of the other mental health issues that I discuss on the podcast, only because I don't really have a genuine measure for proving whether I have them or not. But it's the middle of October as I'm recording this podcast. I know it's not going to go out until a little bit later because I'm getting ahead of myself, which I'm quite pleased of, genuinely. I like being ahead of where the podcast episode release dates are, so I'm quite pleased about that. But that means that I'm in the middle of October, and we are two weeks approximately away from when we change our clock so we lose British summertime and move into standard time. That usually means for me, certainly in the recent sort of, I want to say maybe 20 years, which might not be recent for most people, but in the last 20 years or so, I've noticed that as we approach this clock change period, I notice that my body kind of is affected by the clock. For some reason, I am... About four or five weeks beforehand, so I'm right in the middle of this period right now, about four or five weeks before we change the clock, I tend to wake up in the middle of the night a little bit more regularly than usual. I have almost like a loss of sleep because I'm waking up tired. Uh, I've got a general kind of irritability. I mean, I know I'm generally irritating, but that's not what I mean. Is that I'm kind of easier to anger, easier to be upset, easier to get... It's almost like, as I've said in a previous episode, I need a background level of energy in my body in order for me to not be angry at everything. And I find that these three to four weeks, or maybe even four to five weeks before we change the clocks, I find it a lot harder for me to maintain that level of control over my emotions. Then, sort of approximately about five to seven days after we change the clocks, I go back to normal. So I started to wonder whether it's anything to do with these circadian rhythms that people have, or whether it's anything to do with that, or if it's just, I don't know, an anxiety that the light levels and the clocks and whatever it is that I've got some sort of inner kind of broken rhythm that I'm expecting things before they're ready, if you see what I mean, that I'm kind of, I need the clocks to change earlier so that I can get into my routine better, that, you know, maybe for me it needs to be September, not October. So I decided, for whatever reason, I I can't remember how it came into my mind, but I just thought, you know, this happens to me every six months, there's a certain rhythm to it, and it's to do with the fact that we're changing the clocks. I get the exact same impact in March as I do in October. This isn't specifically to do with a winter change. This is to do with the clocks change. It's like I'm ready for it to be changed 
for me, you know, somebody hard coding that date into the calendars is great because it means everything sort of technological and electrical can work off that. But me, I struggle a little bit. So I wondered if it's because of this seasonal affective disorder, whether I've got that, whether I kind of, you know, genuinely, I think people suffer from it in different ways. I do believe that because it's not pleasant knowing that the that the morning is going to be dark and the evening is going to go dark and it's a really kind of bleak time to be working. As I look out the window now, I mean, I'm recording this on a Monday afternoon about quarter past three and I'm looking out and I can see our beautiful bright sunlight, blue clear skies here even in the UK. Yes, we do have days where it doesn't rain and it's a beautiful autumnal day. Problem is, I know that very soon it's going to get dark because it's already quarter past three and it's going to start getting dark maybe around about five, six, seven o'clock tonight. Now that's okay, but when we shift the clocks, it's going to get darker earlier and it's going to take longer for it to get lighter in the mornings. So there are going to be some mornings where I start my day with the light on in the office and I'm going to finish my day with the light on. But in the meantime, I'm stuck in a little room with just one window to the left of me where I can see that it's glorious sunshine outside. This would be an ordinarily working day. I happen to be off work today for various reasons. And I'm glancing outside and I can see that it would be a beautiful day. Instead, I'm sitting in and I'm working on the computer. I've just been doing some music, working on a song. I should be outside by all rights. I should be out in the weather while it's nice, but I'm not. So I'm just wondering whether perhaps I do have a little bit of SAD. So I looked up the symptoms. Now it says here, this, these have genuinely all been lifted from one website, which I was absolutely gobsmacked at. It was the NHS website here in the UK. I will post the URL into the um, in the episode blurb as usual, and um, because I found it genuinely interesting, there's so much in there. I've lifted it verbatim because it is genuinely quite interesting how this seasonal affective disorder works. So they've got a list of possible symptoms. These can include a persistent low mood, a loss of pleasure or interest in normal everyday activities, irritability, whoops, I said that, feelings of despair, guilt and worthlessness, feeling lethargic, having a lack of energy and feeling sleepy during the day, sleeping for longer than normal and finding it hard to get up in the morning, craving carbohydrates and gaining weight, having difficulty concentrating and having a decreased sex drive. Now, what's really fascinating for me is I actually suffer from most of those things anyway. For instance, irritability, I've explained before, I've got to have a specific level of energy in my body in order to not get snappy about things. Feeling of worthlessness, like I've just said that I've been working on a song this afternoon. It's going to take me at least a week and a half before I even can come round to the fact that I might release it on SoundCloud because I'm very mindful of the fact that it is very much a taste thing and I will never think that what I've worked on is A, good enough and B, finished. So I have that level of worthlessness. I mean, even this podcast, is it being received in the exact same way? I hope it's being received. Is it gaining enough traction? Are there enough people out there following me? Well, the answer to that is no. When I look at the listening stats, it's pretty poor. When I look at my Twitter account, one follower. And I think that follower is me. And I'm just not getting out there and it's not getting enough. I'm starting to feel a little bit sort of blah about the whole thing. Is it worth it? Should I carry on? How many other dead podcasts are there out there where people try to listen, stop listening, whatever, still yet to be discovered? Could be from 2012, you name it. Somebody might find this in 10 years time and think, oh yeah, what a great idea to talk about men's health. But meanwhile, I'm sitting here in 2022 wondering why no one cares. That in itself 
gives me a feeling of worthlessness. Who's this Leon Deggs? What's this Man Blues rubbish? But that feeling of worthlessness is always there. It's like background radiation. It just keeps ticking away at the back of me. I further read on the page about what causes SAD. And while it says that the, the cause is not fully understood, it's often linked to a reduced exposure to sunlight during the shorter autumn and winter days. Kind of makes sense, because vitamin D does a lot for us. Uh, the main theory is the lack of sunlight might stop a part of the brain called the hypothalamus from working properly, which may affect the production of melatonin and the production of serotonin. So melatonin is the hormone that makes you feel sleepy. So in people with SAD, the body may produce it in higher levels. But the serotonin is a hormone that affects our mood, appetite and sleep. So melatonin and serotonin are quite big driving forces behind everything that makes you tick during the day. I mean, it even says here, a lack of sunlight may lead to lower serotonin levels, which is linked to feelings of depression. Of course it is. You wake up in the morning, it's dark. You sit in an office during the day when the work is happening and the beautiful day outside. And then when you finish work, it's dark. I mean, I want to get more exercise done. I need to lose weight. I need to. I really do clothes are tight I'm feeling depressed about my weight again it, it's not fun but I need to get outside in order to do that I can't exercise in the house so I want to get out problem is this time of year as the clocks change and the weather gets worse you don't want to go out and it's really difficult to motivate yourself to do that it's an interesting concept isn't it that just because the nights draw in and we get reduced amount of vitamin D from the sun and all these other bits and pieces that it can have such an effect on your mental health and your well-being I find myself kind of even though I'm reading some stuff here that I've, I've prepared for this episode and I'm reading it from the screen in front of me I am as I'm talking constantly turning my head to look out of the window at the glorious day that's out there and I am looking at it and I'm thinking why am I inside doing this I need to be out there I need to be outside in the glorious weather and enjoy it and let it soak in let it soak into my bones instead I'm sitting in here thinking be nice to be outside and that to me is where my SAD kicks in because there's nothing stopping me from ending this podcast episode right here and going outside nothing at all apart from duty obviously because there's no point in me I mean, I'm looking at the clock of what I've recorded now it's under 10 minutes so less than 10 minutes that'll be the most dreary episode I've put out yet in the how many weeks have I been doing it according to this this will be the 23rd episode I've put out it's very difficult to try to maintain focus without sort of constantly looking out the window and thinking it is a glorious day which is a positive believe it or not I take that as a positive that's me sort of embracing the fact that it is beautiful outside and I'm enjoying that and it, it does elevate me if it was absolutely tipping it down with rain and it was bleak and grey outside I'm sure that would affect my SAD a lot more if I even have SAD as we've said so I looked at what the treatments are. Again, all lifted from the same website. You know, we'd like to do a little bit of positivity corner here on the, uh, on the Man Blues episodes. So it says the main treatments are lifestyle measures, which include getting as much natural sunlight as possible. Here I am sitting in the office recording, but okay, yep, we'll go with that. Exercising regularly and managing your stress levels. Okay, regular exercise can do it because you get all kinds of, well, serotonin, don't you, from that? you also get lots of uh, melatonin in fact you get lots of good things from exercise it, it brings only good stuff to you it can i mean you know I've, I've done part runs before i've done many part runs in fact 340 odd but the thing is sometimes you can you can do some exercise and it can injure you and then that can affect you again and make you feel bad but you know 
You can also try light therapy, which is where a special lamp called a light box is used to simulate the exposure to sunlight. I've never heard of that myself, but I can imagine it works. You could also try talking therapies such as cognitive behavioural therapy, CBT. Now that's really useful. Um, a colleague of mine, he um, really struggled with his, with his CBT, but he needed CBT for a different reason, because he finds it difficult to say no. Are you listening, Red? Sorry, it wasn't Red, by the way. It was uh, somebody from work. I don't work with Red, but Red also perhaps needs to have some CBT to learn how to say no. Can't disagree with that, can you? But I just think that was interesting that he he underwent cognitive behavioural therapy to address his attitude and his approach to a certain situation. So you can imagine that it would work here. You know, if you just talk to people. I mean, what has been the underlying thing that we've been saying on these podcasts all this time? Just talk. And men don't talk. And I think that's a real problem. I can't stress it enough. I think you just need to sit down and you need to talk. You can also try antidepressant medicines such as selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. That seems like quite a lot to say, but apparently they're a thing because they've even got their own acronym, SSRI. Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. That would be worth a lot at Scrabble. So, I suppose in short, my son does have that fun thing where, and I do think it is fun because I think one of the things that makes me proud to be British is our approach to adverse situations and our ability to find the humour in it and I do believe there's a lot of humour to be found in most situations I mean okay not necessarily laughing your head off when you're at the funeral and things like that but you can laugh about the person's life and it is possible to find joy in a lot of situations and I think when it comes to something like the big sad as my son refers to it in his his sort of meme world I, I, I think I think that's a really good approach to it just to give it a name that sounds as silly as the big sad can take the edge off depression and can take the edge off seasonal affective disorder i wake up now in the mornings and i just think have i got the big sad i don't know but my name is leon deggs and i know that i wake up each morning and embrace every single day thank you for listening